0: Hello everyone, this is Richard C. Wilson at the Family Office Club and today we're doing an investor mandate interview uh, with Doug. Welcome, Doug. Welcome. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Sure. And uh, what type of an investor or investment
1: firm uh, do you operate? So we're a little unique. Um, We have two funds and we grew out of an angel network. Uh, We invest in early stage companies. The thing that makes us a little unique is that we invest exclusively, never any exception in companies led by military vets. So army, Navy, air force, Marines, we like those guys and women, and we're all about the leadership and the character, the grit, the determination of our entrepreneurs. I know a lot of people talk about the management's their key issue, but for us, it is the, is the key issue. And that's our exclusive investment criteria.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I've got a, um, joint venture agreement like a 10 to 15 million million dollar deal we're negotiating with a vet run investment firm now and i like his operational excellence that he has there i can tell he has that because he's ex-military in part and he only hires uh, veterans and then i know of a self-storage group that's grown to 100 million assets and they have a 540 checkpoint list for their due diligence process when they buy self-storage and uh, so it comes out and I'm not looking for those things, but they stick out in the family office club already. I didn't know you were going to talk about this on today's interview, but that's great. I, I can see the big value in there, not only in supporting that community, but just the value and the results I'm sure you get from that. Um, what about the scope? You know, Geographically, I'm guessing it's U.S. only. What about the size of the company? You know, uh, How early stage, how late will you go?
1: So uh, good question. So because we are all about the leadership, We're in all kinds of different segments. So we have a coffee company that's just gone over $100 million a year in revenue. So they're just doing great. We have a a company that makes ketchup. It's about to become the official ketchup of the Boston Red Sox. But we have tech companies, a sensor company, a water mitigation company. So we're all over the map and all over the country because, again, we're all about the leadership uh, skills of our entrepreneur. We'll always lead the, the, uh, the deal, uh, almost always. We'll always put a, uh, uh, a member of our membership on the board because we're gonna collapse in on that, that entrepreneur and really mentor them because that's part of our culture. Um, but we believe in our thesis, so we always lead. And um, our si- deal size is between two ha- 250K to 500 uh, for the initial investment. But well, we do, do follow ons, um, especially when we see uh, success. Okay,
0: yeah, it makes sense. So, in your case, it's so focused on the leadership. Maybe the better question is the track record or size of the leadership team. Like, for example, will you back a single person with an idea or do they need a full team? And also, will you back a first time entrepreneur who has no education, no experience running a business, no experience as a CEO, president, head of sales, even? I guess, what's the scope on the leadership thing since you guys are obsessed with that? that piece of uh, the
1: puzzle? So all of our, uh, great question. All of our entrepreneurs have had success in leadership. So we, uh, we do, our due diligence is really fast and thorough, but it's on that person, right? So because the company is a startup, our experience is that there's not a whole lot there on an early stage startup. There's not a whole lot of financials you can dig into for you know quarter to quarter growth. So we put all of our effort, most of our effort on really digging into the leadership skills. How did that person perform when they were uh, deployed somewhere? Most of our uh, entrepreneurs were combat vets, so there's a real record on how they, what they did when it was uh, when it was difficult, when things were hard, when things went the wrong way, and boy, has that paid off. And when COVID happened, our our uh, entrepreneurs across the board really shined. This, we've never had the explosive growth in our companies that we've had over the last three months. I'm, maybe some of it's luck, but I think a lot of it is because our entrepreneurs are just, they're programmed to—to to, uh, with the grit and the determination to find a way out of the situation that they're in.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I've definitely seen that those companies that doubled down on energy and taking high action when things were starting to go wrong for them have been rewarded outsized compared to those who are just very careful and trying to weather the storm by not doing anything i think those people have really gotten damaged during this and some like you said they were just either in a bad bad space or they're unlucky and they got crushed despite being great leaders i'm sure there's many of those as well that might be listening to this but um we appreciate those comments um any other things that you want to we have such a unique space you're focused on is there any other insights that you want to provide on that community you're focused on or maybe a top investor insight that you want to share that's related to ex-military or not?
1: So um, yeah, I mean, I, I, the, the interesting thing that we found we're unique in that we have a dedicated deal flow. So it all comes to us because, well, I've heard you say this in the past of how, who do you want to be hero to? And, you know, if you pick your sandbox and you are good at that sandbox, it, that there's just natural uh, benefits that flow from that. I mean, in our case, you know, I'm an ex-military guy myself, and a lot of our investors are, so we have an affinity for this. Um, but boy, there's just benefits that come from that. And, and, and then now we're, we're, as we see growth, we're seeing that our ability to go into other, uh, attract other investors is really growing. And it's really a function that only 1% of the population in the United States has ever served on active duty. A lot of Americans just don't know how good their military vets are. And these, I mean, I graduated from West Point in 79. These young men and women are graduating today are so much better than I was. They, they you know, they, I couldn't make the waiting list to be on the waiting list. And, and these young men and women today are just phenomenal. So it, it's, uh, I, and I think any investor could find that same sort of thing. But you've got to, you know, you've got to find your sandbox that you feel passionate about.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. Totally agree. Um, just before this, I was on the zoom call here with Vanessa on our team. We were planning out our live workshops for the next five months and we're going to be going over for those who haven't watched those, you know, um, three to four hours worth of content that's different for each of those workshops. And we're going to talk about picking your sandbox and where to dig in to so you get better deal flow and natural investor flow, et cetera. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, Great. Well, any last insights before we run out the interview? Um, so we want to try to keep this relatively short, but I'm sure we could talk for a long time about this. But any, any last comments you'd like to make?
1: Well, I would just say, uh, again, you, the sandbox thing issue is a really important one. I, I think that I America is a great country with unbelievable uh, people and talent all over the place. I think the biggest sadness I see is that a lot of the investment is, seems to be narrowly focused in one, one or two regions and on just tech or growth companies. Wow, this is—we're such a diverse, wonderful country. You can find talent and wonderful companies all over the place. And I would just encourage people to do their own thing and not try to just mimic the success that somebody, some other group has had.
0: For sure, for sure. Everything that we've done that's succeeded, it was because it was slightly different or very different than in everyone else. Not a, a me also, uh, you know, type tack on approach. So appreciate you, you emphasizing that. Great. Well, if anyone would like to get in touch with Doug, you know, just let our team know it's one of the benefits of um, membership in the family office club, help get you connected to people you see here on the investor mandates or discussion panels or live summits coming up, that'll be virtual. And uh, we're happy to make that connection to share deal flow or invest together or um, strategically work together in some way that would help you both. So appreciate your time here today, Doug. Well, thank you very much. Go army. Yeah. (laughs) Take care. Bye bye.